Hi, and welcome back to Her Restored Spirit podcast. My name is Tammy, and I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you for those who've left me written reviews on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. And I just wanted to take a moment and read a couple from Jude and Flynn. It says, I love hearing and seeing how God works through us, using our tests as our testimony. Excited to listen and be inspired by Tammy's faith-filled purpose. And from Sunny One for God, encouragement to take care of yourself. This is so hard for me, but I'm working on it. Tammy, thank you for the simple truths, helping us know that we are not alone when we get overwhelmed and are down on ourselves. You encourage me. Blessings to you, Debbie. Thank you both so much for leaving the reviews. It really means a lot, and it helps me to know that I'm on the right track and Maybe I'm not completely crazy for following the small voices that are deep in my heart, which is what we're going to talk about today. The don't overlook the subtle whisper. Don't overlook those small promptings that start to bubble up inside you that you don't really know where they come from, but you know where they come from and you don't really know what they mean, but you have an idea that it's important. So listen in today and I hope that it blesses you. Hi friend, I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse, or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom, and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Do you ever get a stirring in your heart, like a small little hint of what if, or a small little like, go that way, or don't do that, or there's more? I don't know about you, but I have a a voice deep inside that is stronger than my inner critic when I allow it to be. But it always starts very soft and it's almost like, well, that doesn't even make sense. Why? Well, that was out of the blue or I don't even know what that means. And what I want to talk about today is to not overlook those subtle whispers. Don't overlook or just think past or shuffle aside those tiny moments in your heart, deep down in your knower, that you know that is more than just a passing thought. Especially if it happens more than once. If you have a, it's almost in your gut, this, and, and it can't really come from you. And I don't believe it really does. I don't believe that we always know which way to go or which path to take. I think that the Holy Spirit, I think that subtle whisper guides us 
And it leads us out of fear if we follow it or if we think about it, if we don't push it aside and overlook it. But we also know that we can't listen to every one of those. I mean, if they say, let's rob a bank, you know, clearly, I mean, I guess early in COVID when you're allowed to wear your your mask and your sunglasses and hat, you know, maybe robbing a bank was a little bit easier. But with technology today, like I, it's just not even worth it. So, and they don't even keep cash anymore. What are you going to steal ones and zeros? So no, you can't listen to every small voice in your, that you think. And especially if that small voice is unhealthy. So I urge you, if the small voice is telling you to do things that are harmful, please go get help. But the small voice that I want to talk about here is one that's a little bit scary because it pushes you out of your comfort zone. It pushes you out of fear and, well, maybe it pushes you into fear, step into something that you may be afraid of. And you really don't know where it's going to lead but you feel that it's important. You feel that this is not something that you can push aside. However, sometimes we do because of fear, because we are like, that's just not, one, it doesn't make sense in our human brains, or two, it's just like, well, I don't have time for that, or I don't even understand what that means. You just push it aside. But what if we didn't? What if we sat in it for a little bit and let it brew? And what if we thought about what that voice is actually telling us? And what if it is addressing something that we're afraid of? Because fear keeps us in a state of hopelessness. If we don't move forward, if we are too scared to step forward or listen to the promptings to go forward, then we're stuck where we are. And there's a little bit of hopelessness in that moment because we're we're made for more. We're made to do amazing things. We're all called for a purpose. And so fear keeps us weak and controlled. And it almost makes us claustrophobic. It almost makes it so we are in a place that we don't want to be, but we don't know how to get out but it's safer here than stepping out because I understand what this fear, this comfortable fear feels like. And you know what? I can deal with the pain of this because moving out of it is maybe more painful than staying in this pain. It may be, it may hurt for a short time. It may ask me to do things that I'm not comfortable with. I'm not really comfortable with public speaking. One-on-one, I can do. And even with this podcast, the first couple of episodes, I had to really get over that fear of speaking to people that I can't see. Speaking my speaking my thoughts and my heart and my hopes and my dreams and realizing that the subtle whisper that God put in my heart is that I have something to say that may help others. And it's really something that God wants to say through me, which means I had to get out of my own ego. I had to get past my fear of being seen and heard. 
but I'm so glad I did. No trial, it feels good when you're in it. But a lot of times what we learn after, we learn it wasn't as scary as we thought. Our brains like to play trick on us and they it likes to go to worst case scenario. It likes to tell us that everything is gonna be doomed from the beginning. But how many times, if you really take an honest look at everything, how many times does the worst case scenario actually come true? Now with that, typically the best case scenario doesn't always come true. But in a scale, I would say it's closer to the best case scenario than the worst case. So just take a moment and think about it. Has there been a small voice subtly stirring inside of you? Where is that voice coming from? What is that voice prompting you to do? Is it prompting you to get help? Is it prompting you to reach out to someone? Is it prompting you to step out of fear and become visible because your purpose is within your grasp? Is it prompting you to do the hard work to step out of grief and into life? Now, I'm not saying you have to set your grief aside. Believe me, I carry my grief on my hip. Like it is in a little fanny pack on my hip constantly. But now it's not on my back. It's not in a backpack. It's on a fanny pack. And I can choose to address it or acknowledge it. I also know that it's, it's an underlying tone that I'm aware of and that it, it is a filter that I see the world through. But it's not weighing me down as much as it did five years ago or nine years ago. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear and timidity, but the power of love and self-discipline. The power of love and self-discipline. What does that mean? What does that mean for you? How is the power that, of that small voice inside of you speaking to you? How is it trying to tell you that there's more for you? You see other people doing these things. And do you think they're easy? Well, I can't, I have really, I've started to ask people how they do the things that they're doing. And most of the time, it's the thing that they are most terrified of. Is That's what gives them the most excitement. That's what gives them the most life and realizing that they are capable of doing more, that they can step out of fear. It does not have to, doesn't have to paralyze them or make them claustrophobic. But by listening to that small whisper, that small prompt saying, try one more time or say this, or why don't you try it? Little things, you just start to understand the bigger things. Have you ever sat and just like written out what that small voice is saying or just ponder it for a moment or just acknowledge that that is there instead of just walking past it 
or just shoveling it down and putting more dirt and more grief and more life on top of it. Those small, subtle whispers, I believe those are where dreams are born. Those small, subtle whispers, though the dream may not look exactly like that subtle whisper, I think God kind of filters that a little bit so that way it doesn't scare you all at once. I mean, some people are big idea people and they can handle those big dreams and those that big idea. I'm more of a reveal in the moment, let me see how things are going. And if I, if I get start getting overwhelmed, that's when I start kind of closing in. And so I have to separate things. I have to have a plan. And so I kind of think that God walks me through that way as well. He understands that. And so he, he gives me a glimpse of the future, but doesn't show me the whole thing. Doesn't show me the whole, the whole journey, the whole outcome, or even how it's going to really look. He just puts a little hint in my heart that starts to bubble that starts to brew and get stronger the more I consider it, the more I pray about it. So here are just three things that you can do with that subtle whisper. So the more you focus on it, the louder it's going to get, the more detailed it's going to get, the more real it's going to become, the more your brain is going to start to look at possibilities of how to make it happen versus how to shove it away. And it might be scary for a few moments, but thoughts, like just let them go. What's the harm in really dreaming a little bit? It's hard, I know, but what's the harm in it? What if it gives you more hope, gives you more peace, What if it adds a little excitement to your life that you're needing a little fun, a little joy, a sense of purpose? What if? So the first thing that you can do when you start to hear or feel that subtle whisper is write it down. Now, that may be a really scary step. I don't know why it's hard. Um, Well, I do. It's a psychological thing, but I don't. I don't understand, well, you know what I mean. Like it's, you understand why it's hard to do that, to write it down because once it's written, it's a little more real. It's a little more solid. And to read it back to yourself is, it's a little different than just having it up in your mind because it's not really real. It's not a concrete thought. It's more abstract until you put it on paper. So take a moment and start writing it down. You don't have to show anybody yet. You don't have to talk about it yet. But there's power if you do. So the next step is after you've written it down, then why don't you pray about it? Ask for a little more. Ask for a little more detail, a little more clarity, You can ask for a little more excitement around it. Like, okay, Lord, give me, give me some excitement about this. Give me some dream. Give me some, you know, help me to see the good in this. Also pray for a little courage because we all could use an extra dose of courage when something's going to push us out of our comfort zone. But I will tell you, 
that you're not going to get enough courage to actually do it at that moment. You're going to have to do it and then the courage will come. Like you're going to have to have like, um, was it the, we bought a zoo that he talks about like the 20 seconds of like crazy courage, like embrace that 20 seconds, just try it. And then the third one is tell a friend, pray with a friend, just, you don't have to have all the details, you know, talk with a friend who's willing to talk it out and ask you questions and and walk with you a little bit in that subtle whisper to see what the possibilities are. Don't go to the friend who's going to worst case scenario that sucker to death and not encourage you to move forward or to at least continue to walk, walk it out with God. We all have the friend who is loves us so much and wants to keep us safe that will help us talk ourselves out of anything. Don't go to that friend. Go to the one who is a little bit of dreamer herself. That is someone who's connected to God and understands that those God dreams, those subtle whispers from the Holy Spirit really can lead to something. So go to her. Again, you don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to completely have an understanding of what it is. But by talking it through, it starts to acknowledge a little bit more what you feel and hear. And then God will give you a little more. He will stir it up a little bit by little bit, and he will start to grow it. And then you can start to consider it. And Philippians 4.8 says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. God dreams are praiseworthy and lovely and right and pure and admirable. So what is the harm in just thinking about it? I think that God tells us to think about it because he knows that the the brain is really what's going to start or stop us. Our heart can really want something, but it's our brain that's going to keep us safe. But it's also that the brain that's going to keep us controlled and keep us from doing something that really is amazing. So that's why the more you think about it, the more real it becomes, the bigger it becomes, the more detailed, the more intricate, the more passion you get, the more you can't actually sit still until you do it. That's the courage. That's where it comes from, is when it becomes so real to you that you can't, you can't even think about anything else until you make this happen. Romans 15, 13 says, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. God is our source of hope and the Holy Spirit is the prompting, is that guidance, is that personal. I mean, it is, it's a part of us. Luke 3, 22 says, and the Holy Spirit in bodily form descended on, on him like a glove dove and a voice from heaven said, you're my dearly loved son. You bring me great joy. So they were talking about Jesus here. But you also are a great joy of Jesus and of God and the Holy Spirit. And as a gift, when we follow Christ, when we 
ask him into our hearts, the Holy Spirit actually enters our heart. And so those thoughts are like, oh, that cannot be from me. It's not. It is from the Holy Spirit. It is trying to tell you something as well as it tries to, it will correct you when you're on the wrong path. The Holy Spirit will lead you and say, hey, let's not do that. But also it will lead you into a, onto a path that is beyond your wildest dreams. It will help you do more for the kingdom of God than you could ever imagine. The Holy Spirit reminds you that you have a purpose and will give you that subtle whisper of the direction to go find it. The other thing that I wanted to share is the fact that the subtle whisper does not go with mainstream media. Usually it's audacious and outrageous and you're just like, what? How is that even? No, I no, I cannot do that. That who am I to do that? That doesn't like it doesn't even make sense with the culture. Well, we're not supposed to go with the culture. We're supposed to do things different. If everything stayed the same, we would never progress. We would never have more scientific advancements. We would not know that the earth is round if someone didn't step out and push themselves to know a little more, to try a little different. Romans 12.2 says, Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but, lo- but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Again, he's talking about what you think. Again, he's saying, think about it. But think about it in a way that's edifying. But also, you want to know what God's purpose is for you? Don't overlook that subtle whisper. Think about it and allow God to renew it. Hebrews 12, 12 says, So take new grip with your tired hands and strengthen your weak knees. I don't know about you, but as a widow, I constantly have tired hands and weak knees. I realize that the the act of taking care of a house, taking, you know, working, taking care of the kids, as well as enjoying the kids and giving them an experience, you know, allowing them to love life and learn taking care of yard work, taking care of bills, taking care of doctor's appointments, taking care of taking care, taking care. I am tired and my knees are weak because I'm constantly, I, my to-do list is constantly growing and I'm sure yours is too. I know I'm not alone in that, but God says to take new grip with our tired hands and strengthen our weak knees. He's not saying that If you're tired, that's okay. You know, you don't have to move forward. You don't have to heal. You don't have to mend your broken heart. I know you're busy. Just go ahead and just stay there. No, that's what the enemy says. That's what fear says. But God says to renew yourself and to take new grip. And even though you're tired, you can sit and think. You can sit and dream. You can ask yourself, what if? So what is that subtle whisper saying to you? 
Are you in a habit of writing it down or just acknowledging it and going back, okay, God, I heard this more than once. I know it's not an audible voice, but it's one of those deep in your knower, deep in your gut, deep in your heart, in your soul, in your mind, where you don't, it's so deep that you don't even really know where it's coming from. Do you acknowledge it? Are you willing to acknowledge it and just play it out for a little bit? Just, okay, Lord, where is this going? What do you want me to know? Are you willing to write it down and pray about it? Probably should pray first about it and then write it down. I like to write my prayers because it helps me to like focus. But there's times that you're driving, that you're in the shower, or you are doing something that you can't really write it down. But don't let that stop you from pausing for a moment and saying, I'm listening. What do you have for me? And what else could that lead to? By renewing your thoughts, by renewing your mind, by thinking about possibilities and hope, you're giving yourself permission to want more, to accept there is more and acknowledge that you're capable of more, that life doesn't have to keep just dragging you along, that the chains of grief don't have to keep you in bondage and in a place where you can't grow and start to come alive. When you give yourself permission to acknowledge those small, subtle whispers, those small, subtle urges, or just those little fleeting thoughts, you're giving yourself permission to want more, more life, more love, more friendship, more purpose, more courage, and most of all, more joy. What would it look like to give yourself permission? Just think about it. Who knows where it could lead? So I want to share something. I have been listening to The Small Whisper. I've been listening to The Small Prompts, and I wasn't planning on sharing it just yet. I was going to wait a couple more days until I have everything in order and everything ready, but listening to the prompting that says, hey, just put it out there. So I want to share with you that I have been creating a Her Restored Spirit course. It's a seven-week experience that takes you from the chains of grief and understanding, okay, like I, I want to move forward. I want to start to come alive and stop floating through time and allowing it to drag me along. And I want to find my purpose and find the, the hope and the opportunity in my story. And we journey together to find that, to find the healing that your heart needs and discover what the next steps could look like for you. So if you're interested in hearing more, sign up for my newsletter. And um, the people on my li- on my newsletter list are going to be the first to hear when I finally get the, um, the page launched on my website. And you can do that by just going to www.tammymariecoaching.com and sign up any of the buttons that say newsletter, sign up there and it'll be good to go. But I'm really excited about this. This is something that I have been working on for for several months. And really, it's been several years that I've been on this journey with, with God and that he's been leading me in this direction. So I'm, I'm super excited about it. 
I will share more as time goes by. But as you start to ask yourself about the subtle whisper, as you start to listen and start becoming tuned into the the deep, subtle pushes that are happening, just consider what going through an experience like this could mean. Have you been wanting healing? Have you been wanting to find a way, a path to go forward and to see what's possible? This could be exactly what you're looking for. So just keep asking yourself, listen to that small voice and ask God, what are you saying to me? What's, what's my next step and how, how do I go about this and just see what he offers just see what what the the new thoughts and the new dreams could bring. And until then, I will talk to you soon. I hope you all have a wonderful week and bye for now. Hey, and thanks for listening to Her Restored Spirit podcast. It really means so much to me that you are tuning in week after week and it is it really is an honor to be able to do this and share this this information, share my heart with you. And if you wouldn't mind doing me a favor and going onto Apple Podcasts and leaving me a review, a written review and rating, I would really appreciate it. That is how our the podcasts are found organically, like if, through keyword search and whatnot. And it just helps other people find find the podcast. So if it's helped you and you and you feel led to um, leave me a review, I would really appreciate it. Uh, If you're Android, and if you wanna leave me a review, if you wanna go ahead and you can send it to me by email or a DM, and I can actually put it on my website because right now there's not a way for Android users to leave podcast reviews. And so I just wanna say thank you again, and I will see you next week.